We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you, and welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be reviewing the films 42 and Life of Pi and Prayers for Peace with Dustin Grella. So to start off the show, we are going to be reviewing the phenomenal film 42, and we have with us John Tai. So how are you doing today, John Tai? I'm doing really good. How about you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. It's awesome to have you on the show with us. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about this film? Well, 42 is a movie about the famous baseball player, Jackie Robinson. Um, In the movie, Jackie Robinson has to go through a lot of obstacles because the teammates, his teammates didn't want him to play because they don't, they didn't think that he belonged, belonged there, but then soon realized that he, they needed him. And so later that year, they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of this movie? I thought it was a great um, inspirational movie because Jackie Robinson, he never gave up. He kept his head, um, he kept his head up high and everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I thought this movie was phenomenal because really nobody believed in him. And I feel like Jackie knew what he was doing was dangerous because racism was so prominent in the time that he was becoming, you know, a major league baseball player. And the fact that he never backed down was fantastic. So, what did you think of the cinematography in this film and the filmmaking? I think it was really great. I liked the way that they had every uh, the sort of cinematography, and it was really it was really great to me. Mm-hmm. What did you like about it? What made it you know better than some other films you might have seen? It was just like the way that they had all the scenes set up and everything. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think. What I personally found interesting um, about this was that the way that the film was shown, it it almost looked like it was from the 40s. You know, everything sort of looked like it was once bright colors and had just been sort of covered in dirt, Um, if that makes any sense. It it was just, it looked like the 40s to me, the way everything was set up, and I really, really liked that. So, do you think you have a favorite character in this movie? Um... I'm gonna go with um, I forgot the little the little kid's name. Um, the kid who uh who was the, uh, Jackie Robinson's fan. Oh yeah. His, yeah, but he I think he was a great character. And why'd you like him? It was just because it was showing like a like a younger 
person and how he believed in Jackie. And mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. He actually went on to become a famous player, a famous baseball player after that, which I thought was interesting that it sort of showed him as a younger kid who looked up to Jackie Robinson because, um, yeah, he, he became a very, very famous baseball player later on in his adult years, which I thought was very interesting. So do you think you have a favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene? Uh, well, it was, the, it was the funny scene when, uh, when his teammates asked him to shower with him. Oh, that was my favorite scene, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did you like that one? It was just because, like, it was just an awkward moment for him. It was an awkward moment when he said that, and, like, so that was really funny to me. Mm, I thought that I thought that was hilarious, and, and I loved that he was like, no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant, yeah. and Jack was just like, okay, you should you should stop now. <laughs> I think that was hilarious. Yeah. So speaking of actors and, you know, people that we like, what did you think of Harrison's Ford performance? He, pre- he played a Ranch Ricky, who is the owner of the Dodgers and what did you think of his performance because he is a very well-known actor uh, I think he I think he did, did a really great job he was very funny and he really made the character come alive he he really put his acting into like that character he really became that character of the movie I absolutely agree with you so what did you think of the emotion behind this film there was a lot of really intense situations um a lot of drama I'd say so how do you think the film did in portraying all the emotions. I think it did really good about the emotions. I almost teared up and everything, and I think it did really great in this movie. Um, it was really emotional, and, and just like you said. I agree with you. I'm your host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And today we will be reviewing the films 42 as well as Life of Pi and discussing A Day of Silence with our own Jerry Ortz and Prayers for Peace with Dustin Grella. So right now we are talking about the fantastic film which tells the story of Jackie Robinson who is the first African-American Major League Baseball player and it's set in the 40s when desegregation hadn't happened yet and there was a lot of challenges that Jackie had to face and he overcame that. I give this movie five. And why is that? Because it was just very, it was very, uh, it was very emotional. It had great scenes. It just, it just, it just really inspired me to like never give up. Always keep your head up. Even his times. Absolutely. And what age group would you recommend for this? There is a bit of uh, inappropriate language, I'd say, and just from like the racial slurs. Um, Yes. So what age group would you recommend this film for? I would recommend this uh, 13 to 62. Uh, yeah, there's a, there is some very la- there is some mild language in this movie and racial slurs. Mm-hmm. I love your age rating of 62, all the way up to 62, huh? <laughs> well, I think that is a very creative age rating. So, how old are you? I'm 12. And you didn't find it too offensive to you? You didn't think that it was too much to handle, even though you're not 13 yet? Not really. Not really. It's just like. I know that's what really happened back then, and so I really understand it. I didn't. I just. I didn't like. Like I wasn't immature about. I was very mature about it. 
Absolutely. I saw it with my little brother who's eight years old and I feel like it was okay for him because um, he sort of, we we sort of prepared him before we went to the movie. We were like, okay, people acted like this back then and so you're going to hear some of those words and he understood it but then I feel like as opposed to some other eight-year-olds that I know they probably, parents just take caution that there are some uh, inappropriate language going on. So really just base it how, you know, mature, how experienced your child may be because it definitely isn't for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you think of the overall production of the film? The overall production was really good. Uh, it was really inspiring and everything. I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And if you could be any character, who do you think you'd be and why? Uh, I'll have to say Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you think you'd be him? Because, uh... uh I like to play baseball. Um, I was in the Sherman Oaks team, and we came as... That's awesome. So, like we had discussed before, Jackie did face quite a bit of hatred for, you know, going against the status quo and going against the norms and sort of what was accepted in that time period. But also, everyone who supported him really went through a hard time as well, like his wife, um, pretty much everybody on the baseball team. So what do you think of that, and what do you think of their performance in showing the hardships that everyone had to go through? Yeah, everybody on the team and his family had to go through some hard times as he was on the team. But the one thing I liked about it, even though that some of his teammates didn't like like him, they they stood up for him. They mm-hmm. they like uh, with the with the in one game, the manager was calling Jackie bad names and everything. They stood up for Jackie because he knew if Jackie would have got mad and fought fought him, then he would have went to jail. And yeah. Yeah, I thought that was one of my very favorite scenes when Ben Chapman, who's the manager of the Philadelphia team back then, he's no longer a manager now because he got, was fired after that incident but um <laughs> anyway <laughs> which i thought was interesting but he um it, that was a very emotional scene and this whole movie is very emotional and it's absolutely fantastic so if it sounds interesting to you if you want to laugh and cry and be inspired definitely go check out 42 playing in theaters now john ty thank you so much for telling us all about this movie it was awesome to have you on the show you're so welcome thank you for having me yeah no problem let's take a break i'm your co-host raven Devani. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just reviewed the films... 42, and we are about to, re- well, not about to, but in the future, we are about to review life. And we are interviewing the people Jerry Ors uh, for Day of Silence and Dustin Grella for Prayers for Peace. And so, right now, we are just talking with Jerry about his film, A Day of Silence. The film of A Day of Silence is about, it's a short film, and it's about a boy dealing with bullying in his school. And how did you get this idea for this film, Jerry? Um, It was a mixture of things, but I would probably say the main reason is because I was bullied myself, and when my parents told me about bullying, I got more curious. When I found out about all the tra- tragedies of bullying, I wanted to make a difference, and that's why I created a Day of Silence. Yes. Yeah. Everyone has been bullied of, I mean, one way or another. I mean, even if you were a bully, you still have been bullied. So this film has touched me because I have been bullied, of course. So how was it to star in your own film? It felt fantastic. It, it was pretty cool when um, you weren't in the scene. You, I got to direct. And when I was in the scene, I got to play a part in it. Oh, that's cool. So it was like on and off type stuff. It was a win-win. Yeah, win-win. So this film has a great message. What do you want people and kids to get out of this? I want them to get out of this is that first, when you're being bullied, do not keep it a secret. Always tell a trusted adult. doesn't matter if it's your parents or your teacher or the janitor. Tell a trusted adult. And if you were told that somebody's being bullied... Tell a trusted adult, too. Don't think, oh, they can just probably solve it. It can get much more extensive than you think. 
Has this happened to you? Like, have you... I mean, I know you've been bullied, but have you told an adult? It took me a while, but I finally did tell an adult, and that's when I got curious about bullying. I mean, yes, it took me a while, too. I mean, I think it's just with the courage thing. I think it you have to have courage to tell an adult because, you like, you think, oh, I can do it, I can carry it, and I can make it better. But then after a while, you realize it just it's not getting better. So thank you for that. How do your fan how do your parents feel about it when you are writing and producing and directing your own films? They are always supporting me and I absolutely love them for that. And they always help me if I need anything when I'm filming or I'm writing or anything. They are probably the my biggest fans. <laughs> your parents are always your biggest fans. Um what do they help you with? Like sets and stuff like that? Well, they help me with multiple things. They help me, uh, well, if I get frustrated, help me calm me down. If I get overwhelmed, they give me something to calm me down. Dur during sets, because it's a tiring thing, at night time, let's say it's 10 p.m., I have a bowl of spaghetti. They, they make me food at night time when I'm filming and a whole bunch of other things. Oh, that's cool. See, my parents would be like, yeah, you do that. I'm going to go lay down now. So that would be my parents. Um, you're pretty young. How old were you when you first started doing all of this short film stuff? My first film, it was a long time ago. I was about nine years old when the first film was released. Wow. And what, do you remember what the film was? The very first film before Day of Silence was called Meeting Ellen. And I was actually eight years old when I released that. It was a very short film. It's only on IMDb. And it was just basically about a kid who wanted to meet Ellen. Ellen Generous. Oh my gosh, I love her. I would love to meet her. So, how did you get started in this whole business of... Really quick, how did you get started in this business? Well, it all started because I'm an actor and I'm also very impatient. So when I kept going auditions, callback 2, callback 3, callback 4, callback... Oh, sorry, didn't make it. And I just got auditions, 100 auditions, I got one callback. So I started getting, well, a bit impatient. Yeah, that, that's what happens. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and today we have just reviewed the films for Prayers for Peace. And we were just talking about how he started in the biz. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? So I was thinking, why don't I create my own movie that I can star in, you know? And yeah. I thought it would be easy, you know, just a few cameras, no problem, right? Yep, that's what it seems I couldn't like. Have, I couldn't have been more wrong. No, I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah, when you I get into filmmaking, that's what happens. I had to make the script, I had to memorize the lines, I have to get people to do... do the other parts and then I have to get the bulky equipment and then I have to get the editing equipment so I well, if, if you long. really if you really loved filmmaking and if you really loved directing and producing films then it should have been worth it it was <laughs> and and I created the film I absolutely fell in love with producing and directing and more or less filming all together. Yep. So, I created... So, when I was thinking about bullying, I thought, why don't I create another film? 
It's like, yeah, it's like you're just sitting. I just created a film, and then that's it. So, what is you said that the, like you would love for people to get out of this, like to tell an adult and to not take it in, like take it in your own hands to tell an adult. Is there anything else in this film that we should look for? I think you should see that really you need to solve the problem before us. You can see in the film. Have you seen the film? Yes, I have. It's when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is Jerry. This is Jerry. I know this kid. This is going to be." Yeah. So when I watched it, I was all like, "This kid is good." And I have seen people do similar, and it was no. It's like with the video, not with the actual bullying plot, but with the video. And I thought it was creative of you to use the filming, like as, oh, this is my first day, this is going to be my first day, and like reporting all of your feelings. It's like a journal or a diary, but as a video camera. So I thought that was cool. And I also thought how, I, I also thought was cool was when like the different days the different, like, it would say day, blah, 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 and then it would say what happened on that day. And so with that, you know how much time has passed instead of five hours later. So, so I thought that was cool. That's exactly uh, what we intended to do. It showed that after each, each day, it got worse and worse. And you can see my character, Adam, getting sadder and sadder and more depressed and more depressed. You can see my sister doing so much to help. And at the real real end, yeah, she, because, yeah, she, she saw my end, basically. A Day of Silence has just been entered in the Kids First Film Festival, which is very big. I mean, well, for me, if I did something and it was put in a film festival, I'd be all like, yeah, I did something. So how does that make you feel? It feels great. I mean, it feels like, yes, yes. You know, it feels like you, you just took a big test and got a, a big smiley face and 100 out of 100. You feel so happy that you just, you know, you can't wait until to see more results. So when you when you figured out this, who did you tell? Like when when you figured out it was going to be in the film festival, who did you tell? Well, actually, my mother found out found out first, and when uh, she told me, you could hear me from China. <laughs> you were that excited. I'd be yes. excited too. So, are you proud? Really quick, are you proud of the finished product that you've made? It's the best feeling in the world for a director. When you see your filming and all the junky cameras and the horrible lighting and all of that, and you see all of things, and you can. And the camera's recording when you say action. And they're like, man, that's going to turn out to about film. But you see it all edited, all clean, all cleaned up. It looks beautiful. And that's something that I love seeing when I'm a... That's cool. See, we all have our things that we love to see. I absolutely love acting. So, well, Jerry, thank you so much for talking with me today and telling me about your film, Day of Silence. You guys should go check it out, which has been just accepted into Kids First Film Critics, so again, check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. 
We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Right now, we are going to talk about the short film, Prayers for Peace, and we have with us the filmmaker, Dustin Grella. So how are you doing today, Dustin? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you for being with us. So Prayers for Peace is a lovely short film, and I'll let you tell us about it in a moment. But it was recently accepted to the uh, Kids First Film Festival, so if you guys are interested in it after this interview, you definitely check it out. Um, so, Dustin, why don't you tell us quickly a little bit about this film? Well, wow, that's always a tough, tough question or a tough mm-hmm. uh, thing to do because I'd prefer people to to watch it and then and then let me fill in the blanks. But mm-hmm. uh, basically, it's about my brother who served in the army in Iraq, and he was killed uh, about three months after he got there. And the story, um, when I first started making it, it was it was about him and or um, his experience there. And as the, the film progressed, it kind of 
me and my relationship with him and how I viewed him, how I viewed him as a brother and and later as I came to understand that he was a soldier and, and many more things than I knew him as. Mm-hmm. So what inspired you to turn your experience that you had with your brother into a film? Um, well, the film kind of plays out exactly how I uh, how it happened. I was walking home from a doctor's appointment and I walked past the ribbons and I got home and I, I write every day. So I got home and I wrote about the ribbons and about my experience there. A couple months later, I was looking for content to animate because I'm, I'm an animator. So I was looking for a story to animate. And that one just that one was pretty obvious that it was a, um, a good, solid story that was personal to me and that I really wanted to tell. Very unique and very original. So um, really slow process. Uh, it's I call it two dimensional stop motion. So it's a camera that's set up on a tripod that takes a photograph of a sheet of slate old chalkboard. Yeah. And then I draw with chalk or pastels. Um, sometimes I have some water on there. So I draw with these and I take a photograph every 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. So I draw and take a photograph and draw some more and take a photograph. And then um, 6,000 photographs later, you have a seven seven minute film. Yeah, that's crazy. That seems like such a very tedious process. But in my opinion, it paid off. I was watching this and it was so beautiful. And I loved your use of colors and your use of, you know, design with looking at the people and the buildings and everything. And I thought it was very, very unique. And it worked perfectly with this film and your voiceover. So since it is such a tedious process, how long did it take for you to finish this film? Well, from conception to completion. So like from the day that I wrote the story um, to the day that it screened on the film or on the on the, the theater, it was 17 months. Mm-hmm. Wow. However, it took four and a half months to just do the drawing. Wow. And how long did you work on the drawings? Like for a period of time, would you sit down and work for a few hours? What would you do? Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty obsessive guy. So once <laughs> I get my fingers into a project, I just go. So mm-hmm. it was pretty much just sleeping and eating and then working. Wow. So it was um, it was definitely twelve plus hour days and seven days a week. Wow, that but is was, quite a bit of dedication. Yeah, it was exciting though. It was what I you know I. I feel like I have this opportunity to do what I love to do, uh, which is animation and filmmaking and storytelling. And so it really drives me to work a lot harder at it because I'm like, wow, I have this opportunity to do something I love. Absolutely. And really, if you do something, if you're doing something you love and it takes that long, it's not even like work. It's just, you know, sort of living your dream life. I I would say (laughs) I love art as well and film. So I could definitely see how you would get into those 12 hour days without even, you know, thinking about it. (laughs) You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we have reviewed the films 22 or 42, and Life of Pi, and we are discussing A Day of Silence with Jerry Ortz and Prayers for Peace with Dustin Grella. So right now we are talking about Prayers for Peace with Dustin Grella, who is the filmmaker, and he was just telling me all about his creative process and what dedication it took to make this film, but in my opinion, it really, really paid off. So, Dustin, what do you think the message your short film gives to audiences? Um, 
Wow, that's a great question. I I had a real um, political agenda when mm -hmm. I started the film. Um, I I really had a, a a point that I wanted to drive across. And as I started working on the film, and as the film kind of uh, transpired, I realized that it wasn't the time or the place for politics. And mm -hmm. I realized that it wasn't the time for me to try to spout off about my political beliefs, that I felt like this film was more about an individual. It was about uh, my little brother. It was about Devin more than it was about me. So I, I pulled all the, um, the, the quote unquote messages or the meanings that I, that I wanted to get across and I, kind of left it open for the viewer because um, I, I feel like that just works a lot uh, better to allow people to explore themselves and to um, come to their own conclusions. I really liked that you left it open because when I watched the film, it was very emotional for me because like I have family that's been in the war my entire life. And so I've, I've sort of kind of experienced that, but I've never lost anyone, so I can't completely relate to you. But I feel like the fact that you left it sort of open and simplistic and let people figure out their own messages and what they were going to interpret from it was very fantastic because it was very moving to me and it brought me to tears. So was it emotionally challenging for you to bring back those memories of Devin and, you know, your experience with losing him? Um, I think at when it first happened, it was, um, you know, it was, it was, it was devastating. I, I cried for weeks on end you yeah. know anytime I did I, I could hardly leave the house without breaking in tears and I'd have to drive back up my driveway because I was I was just I was upset all the time um, but I think I got the emotion that kind of emotion out of the way and during during that period and while I was making the fil film it wasn't as emotional as emotional as it was celebratory Mm -hmm. I was it was more um, remembering our experiences and the time that we did get together, because even though he died at 21, which is incredibly young and it's it's you know, it's was very sad. I, I feel like I at least got those years. Absolutely. So it was, you know, because we're we're all we all have a finite number of years, whether it's, you know, 10 or 21 in this case, or 50 or 100, it's all, it's all going to end eventually. So I, I felt like I was just honored to be able to have those 21 years. Mm -hmm. I think that's an amazing way to look at it. So what do you think of your finished product? And was it what you thought it would be? Or did it sort of change and morph as you worked on it? <laughs> it, it definitely changed. You know, mm -hmm. it definitely morphed. There was, in fact, while, because the process is so long, that while I was drawing those first few images, I still didn't even have the final images for the film. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, last, the last two or three minutes, I didn't even have the footage that I was going to use yet. I was just kind of um, drawing it. And as I was drawing, I was, I was searching for new images and... My uncle gave me um, like six hours of VHS tapes 
from, you know, Devon's childhood or, you know, the, the one image I ended up using was of him um, for his very first Christmas. Mm -hmm. And the present that my grandmother, who you can hear in the background, but you can, um, uh, for the audio, but the present that she gave her, gave Devon, was a um, cross-stitched soldier. So here he was, he was just an infant still, and for his yeah. first Christmas, he gets this little um, cross-stitched soldier. So that, that for me, was like a moment of realizing um, that this was also a part of him. You know, he was also, he was a lacrosse player, he was, you know, he was this, he was that, he was, he played guitar, he was all these things, but he was also a soldier. That was Absolutely. Also yeah, that image definitely stuck out to me. And now that I know, you know, what that was, I think that's definitely even more moving and even more powerful. Unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment. Um, but thank you so much, De uh, Dustin, for being with us. And I personally give this film five out of five stars for, Woo! you know, the seven minutes. Oh, absolutely. For the seven minutes that I saw. I would like to see this like a feature length version of this, but I think that would take you quite a bit more hours of drawing to get that done. Right. So again, thank you so much for being with us and everyone, please go check out Prayers for Peace uh, by Dustin Grella and it is in the Kids First Film Festival right now. So definitely check that out. And again, Dustin, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobbiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today we have just reviewed the films 42, and we are about to review Life of Pi. We just interviewed Jerry Ors for Day of Silence and Dustin Grella. Now we are talking with Jerry for Life of Pi. So how are you today, Jerry? I am very good. Well, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, I have seen this amazing film, and it's truly great and wonderful, and it's truly a masterpiece, I think. So... What is this film about? Well, this film is about an Indian boy named Pai, and he has to leave his home in India. Now, this is very sad for him, as you can imagine, living your birthplace that you live for almost your entire life. When he goes on the ship about halfway into his journey, the, sh- the ship that he is on sinks, but he doesn't know how he sinks. He finds himself on a lifeboat, and he thinks he's the only survivor from that shipwreck. He's with a monkey... A zebra, and he finds out soon a coyote. Now, all of those three animals die. One to both of them from the coyote, and the coyote dies from what pops out. Now, they named the tiger Richard Parker. This was very interesting because the hunter that would find Richard Parker was named Richard Parker, and he named Tiger Thirsty. But they messed up the paperwork, and it reversed the names. So, he... Pi has to learn how to live with a tiger on a lifeboat in the middle of the great Pacific Ocean. And he has to feed the tiger quite a lot, or the tiger will sadly eat him. It's a long and hard journey for Pi. He faces many challenges that he has to overcome. And by what I mean, is trying to survive a whole bunch of flying fish. Now, this may not sound very dangerous, but trust me, it... Oh. That sounds like a sorry. That sounds like a great storyline. Um, what do, what are the first things that you got from this film? Like, what did you think about this film right off the bat? I just first started this film when I just first turned on the TV and started watching this. I already knew it had something to do with animals. I also already knew it had something to do with pie. So. Oh, that was the first two things I noticed, and then more farther in the film, I realized something about friendship. Uh, and, and how did they portray friendship in this film to you? In good and bad ways. He was able to communicate with the tiger not very well. It took him quite a few days to, well, communicate with the tiger. For a while, he had to lay on his own raft until a blue whale more or less destroyed all his food on the raft. So, he finally got in contact with the tiger, and the tiger and him became more or less friends. But, 
This is where friendship got sad. He thought he was best friends with the tiger. You know, friends all all, all around. They'll be friends forever, even when they get back to uh, mainland. But when they get to the coast of Mexico, where they arrived after their long, hard journey, he, fi- he finds Richard going to the jungle and then gets knocked out. So he never sees Richard again after that. Oh. Which I think was very sad. Oh. Well, I know, because it's... Because the whole... I mean, because when you create a bond with someone, I think you would want to keep it. But obviously not. Um, How do you like the computer graphics in this in this movie? I thought they were exceptional. How did you think they were? I thought they were fantastic. I mean, it just shows you how modern technology can do so much by creating a blue whale, an eating island... A shipping, a shipping, shipping boat that's sinking, and half of it there's an animated tiger, and the other half it was a real tiger. Yes. Whoa. I didn't know that. That's cool. But with the whole computer graphics and all of it, like, is do you think that's what make this film? Do you? Bleh, sorry. Do you think that's what make this film stand out? No. I did not think that the computer graphics was what made this film stand out. I think what made this film stand out is how extraordinary it is about boy, just a boy. He's not even an adult yet, stranded in the middle of the greatest ocean in the entire world, only but a tiger, and survives. I think that's what really brought this film out. Oh, I agree with you. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just reviewed the films 42. We are reviewing the film Life of Pi. We are interviewing Jerry. We have interviewed Jerry Orr's for Day of Silence and Dustin Grella for Prayers for Silence. So right now let's continue speaking with Jerry. And we were just talking about how the computer-generated things in this film and computer visuals were not the thing that made this film above the rest. So, is there anything else that you would like to add to this film to make it better, or was it the best that it could be? There's also something extraordinary. They filmed this movie for three long years. Not just editing, filming. And it was amazing how how they did it. They they showed the boy growing skinnier. And I don't know if this was animated or not. It was very hard to tell between animated and real tigers. But they even showed the tiger growing skinnier too. Which I thought was amazing and very realistic. Because you can imagine if you're stranded on a Pacific Ocean. And add to that, the boy was a very genitarian. So trust me, he was not happy eating fish. Yeah, it's like, I'm trying to survive, and I have to eat fish, and I don't even like fish, and this is just so hard. It's like a mental breakdown. So Basically, that's what happened. It's like the story of my life. <laughs> um, what did you take away from this film? Like, what message did you take away from this film besides friendship? I think what I took away from this film is never give up, never lose hope, and never... That's basically what I took away. Because you could see that he, after a while, 
he was he was pretty confident at first, but after a while, you could see he was on the edge. But he always stayed more or less confident that he will be rescued or land onto a continent. Yeah, because I like how he kept writing about like his days there, like his days with the tiger and what he fed him and and everything. And so when he goes through that. When he writes through it, I feel like with this movie and that whatever he wrote, like we have a pretty good summary of what happened. I mean, it's I mean, for me, that's amazing. And that's inspiring to me that when you do something that big, you write it down. So how many stars do you give this film? Easy. I would give this movie five out of five stars. Also, the different director was an Oscar winning another reason to give it five out of five stars this movie was perfect it showed hunger it showed friendship it showed fear it showed tense it showed confidence it showed hope I also give it five out of five stars so we are alike on that would you watch it again I could watch it a hundred times and I'll never get bored of it <laughs> maybe we should watch it sometime what age range do you give, like, what age range do you recommend this film for? I would have to say about eight or, or, eight or older because, there, because the tiger itself did do some intense thing to, things to some animals. And I don't think some younger children like being seen that. Yeah, with the killing. and I mean, it's still a great film. It's just not for younger ages. What is your favorite scene or, or do you have a favorite scene? You know, I would have to say my favorite scene is when the great, when when the blue whale attacks um his boat. He the all on the water surface right below. There's a whole bunch of jellyfish, so it looks like the water is glowing. It looks beautiful, and then he has all his biscuits and all his medicine, and all his drinks on this little raft, right? Yep, it's it's all this stuff on the raft, and it's just there. Well, that's all the time we have for today, unfortunately. Thank you so much for talking with us about the remarkable Life of Pi, which I love, by the way. has just come out on DVD and Blu-ray, so go check that out. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. invent kid talk we perfected it and at a very young age you're listening to voice america kids bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more we'll tackle the classics the bestsellers and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. 
Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and... And listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. And get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app. Powered by Aircast. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 